Welcome back to the No Secrets Podcast, where I'm Tyler. And it's me, Christina. Your girl, Christina. Okay, stop being lame now. Um, so this is like a part two. No, from- this is a part two, not like a, it is a part two. Like I was saying, this is kind of sort of a part two. It's a part two, guys. And um, the last podcast we kind of ended on uh, right after high school we graduated. Uh, this is going to be like, this is going to be a continuation yes from high school so with that being said your girl christina take over stop saying your girl so weird okay my girl christina take over that's cheesy okay guys my chikorita christina take over shout out to blake but blake can you please take your friend um okay so before i had graduated high school i had gotten into a relationship um I don't want to give out. His names. name's going to be Ralph for his confidentiality. Of I'm the not going to remember Ralph. Okay, his name's going to be Curtis. No, his name's going to be Frank, like the Punisher. Oh no, he's no, not that that's, cool. No, that's not that cool. No. All right. Oh my God. Let me just think a second. Seven Eleven. Because that's where he used to work. Tyler Johnson. Oh my God. Well, you have to give him a name. Okay, I'll give him a name. Just give me a Hindu. second. Stop it! Okay, oh okay, God. come on, give him a name. <laughs> this is hard. Um, I'll just call him C. 7-Eleven was better. Stop. Bob is like a classic. Like, what's another, like, it has... Aladdin. No! Okay. Not Disney. Um, I can't believe we're arguing about this right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> we should okay, have established just, this before the podcast. Okay, I'm just going to call him, you know, high school boyfriend or whatever. He was my second boyfriend. And I would refer to him as 7-Eleven. Stop it. We need to have the same, like... Well, full disclosure, you're calling him high school boyfriend. I'm calling him 7-Eleven. Now continue. Okay, anyways. So, um, we were together... Almost a, almost, almost, I'm sorry, so almost a year after we graduated, almost. And his plans were to join the military. And my plans as a dummy was to wait. I, I shouldn't have. I should have focused on myself, but I did wait. And while he was in boot camp, I actually moved with my mom, which from the last podcast, I was raised by my grandmother and my father. So moving with my mom was something very different. Um, the time that I moved with my mom, I lived with her for six months and it was actually really good. So me and my mom, we are actually, you know, pretty close. Um, but it's not like a regular mother daughter relationship. Like I feel like there's certain things like you can't talk about. Whereas like me and my mom, like I talked about like anything, like with no filters at all. And I actually love it that way. Like she's like a best friend, a sister, all of it. Well, anyways, those were her six months and that was great. Um, my boyfriend at the time, he was very controlling even through boot camp. The high school boyfriend, just to clarify. Yes. 7-Eleven, got it. And he was very controlling. Um, it wasn't, I should have known, you know, he was like, uh, you know, well, what, why aren't you answering my phone calls? And like, I don't think he got like, even though, yes, you are in boot camp. If I'm in the movie theaters, I can't just drop everything and, you know, go or, what if I was in the middle of an interview? Like, you can't just stop your life, you know? And I was an idiot. I didn't see that. But anyways, 
we had a discussion after he went to Real training. Real quick, before you continue, why do you think you didn't see that? I don't know, honestly. I, I thought maybe it was just the stress, the stress he was going through in boot camp. Like, I, I, I honestly don't know. Because thinking back about it, like, there was plenty of signs. Um, But then he was in training, which was in Mississippi. And we had a discussion about getting married. Because if we got married, then I'd be able to live with him while he was doing training. And I think his training was also, like, six months or something like that. And so, I we I flew out there, and Mississippi, you have to, if you were under a certain age, I think it was under like 21 or 20 or something like that, you have to have one of your parents come with you, and obviously his mom was going, but none of my parents were going. So, I flew out there, and we got married in Louisiana in a courthouse. We went to a park, I think, in New Orleans or something like that. And we took pictures. And we went to TGI Fridays afterwards. And I was married. Which is another thing I kind of regret. Because, you know, I just, I, it was rushed. You know, like, I didn't get proposed to. Never had a ring. Never had any of that. It was very rushed. Um, after that. I think it was like a couple months later, I actually moved with him to Mississippi. Loved the weather, loved the area, loved that there was a beach right there. It was actually really nice. Um, But it was really hard living with him. You know, you think you know somebody, but you don't know them until you live with them. And I think you kind of understand that now. Yeah, I do. Um, But when I moved with him, things got worse. He... um. He, the controlling was more like, let's just put it this way. We went to go get furniture, right? And they had this deal, like if you, it's a thousand dollars for a full furnished house, which wasn't really full furnished. Like you get a living room set, dining room table, wait, living room set. And then what's that, that that middle table in the living room? Coffee Coffee table, table. end tables. Then you get a, um, dining room table and then you get i think it was like a full size bed one nightstand and one we call them burrows the one that like you had your dresser is that like the short one yeah it's a dresser yeah the tall one's called a wardrobe yeah and a dresser so we got that and when the movers were come not the movers but the people that delivered it when they were coming over i was like oh i can't wait because then i get to point out where i want everything he's like no you're gonna go upstairs and going to the other room. Like, he didn't want these people to see me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I should have, like, I'm, I was such a dummy. Well, anyways. How old were you when that happened? Like, what, like, 19, 20? Yeah, like, about 19. And you still didn't think anything was wrong? You didn't think? You oh, know, no. I remember, actually, that same day when that happened, I called my mom. I'm like, Mom, can you believe he got me in this room? Da, 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 like, flipping out. And uh, What did your was- mom say? If you remember. My mom, she was just like, you know, that's controlling. You shouldn't allow that to happen. Stuff like that. Oh, so early on in the relationship, you had somebody tell you like, you know, hey, that's like a, a sign of controlling. Not of controlling, but I didn't think anything else would come of that. Well, he hid the marriage from almost all his family. He cared about what other people thought like so bad. Um, And I remember he was on the phone, I think with his I don't remember what happened, honestly. I don't even remember what the argument was about. 
but he put his hands on me and it was like that was the full, first time yeah it was full blown it was in mississippi it was full blown like had me against the wall choking me um i was smacked i was punched my hair was pulled um there was a time where he like put me in the closet like we had like one of those big closets like a, like walk-in a walk-in closet, closet. yeah yeah um i mean it was it was pretty bad and then there was a time where shortly after that like i think the worst one was he was talking to somebody on the phone that was his on like on his parents side that they didn't know we were married mm-hmm. and he hushed me and i don't remember what i was doing and i'm looking at him like you know who are you to hush me in the house i live in like no, you're not going to tell me to hut. And I wasn't even, like, being loud. Like, it's different if you're being obnoxious, you know? Yeah. And he flipped out. And when I say flipped out, like, I was being thrown across rooms. And he grabbed me by the ankles and dragged me down the steps. And I had rug burn, like, up and down my back. And then I remember it got to a point where I'm like, okay, obviously he needs space for me and I need space from him. So I'm trying to get out the house. And... You know, every time, like, this was happening, like, don't get me wrong, like, yes, he was doing wrong, but I was swinging, too. You know what I mean? But you were swinging more of a self-defense. No, you're absolutely right, but, you know, it wasn't... So, anyways, um, oh, my God, I remember this day, like, yesterday, because it, it hurt so bad. And I'm trying to get out the door, because I was planning to go for a walk so that I could cool down, he could cool down, like, just, you know, sometimes you just need to be away. Yeah. And I'm going for the door, and... The door was, like, one of those, like, really heavy doors. Like, it was big wooden doors that closes on its own. No, it wasn't oh. wooden. It was, like, you know, like, a lot of doors, like, they're pretty hollow. Like, when you knock on it, like, you could tell, like, it's hollow. Yeah. No, like, this was, like, a really heavy door. And he slammed my hand in that door. And I just started screaming like I've never screamed before. I mean, off the top of my lungs. And it literally looked like the back of my knuckle was in the palm of my hand. Like, I thought my knuckle, like, I thought I really damaged it. Mm-hmm. so as soon as i mean he was still yelling he wasn't touching me no more he was still yelling and then when he saw like i kind of like just not threw myself on the couch but kind of like just like i give up and i just laid down on the couch and he saw like the what looked like to be a bone in my hand um that's when everything just changed he was like oh my god i'm so sorry you know we'll go to the doctors and he's like you know if, if you want you could tell them it was me you know you could tell them what happened and, you know, at that time, I'm like, well, I don't want to ruin your career type of thing. Idiot. But anyways, so I go to the doctors and I found out that it was just like fractured really bad, like almost almost sprained. But it wasn't like if it was any harder, I probably would have broke it, honestly. So a fracture is a break. Oh, my bad. But like it was just like I forgot like the words that it's they used. It's like a hairline used. fracture. Yeah, I forgot like what the words that they used. But like if it was any harder, it would have it would have been, been worse than what it was. Yeah. So I didn't tell or anything like that. And I think even then he was like, you want, you want me to go get you food? Drives me to Taco Bell. Okay. But anyways, so after that, um, that happened. And I'm, oh my God, I even remember walking to the doctors like when that was going on. I think his grandmother called for something and he's trying to hush me. No, you know what the fight was about? They were asking him for money, for like a chunk sum of money. And I was like, you know, we, we honestly can't afford that. We just got into a car accident, da 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 this and that. And that's when that whole art, that's when that whole thing like blew up. Did he give him the money? Um, I think so. He didn't listen to me. He was very controlling. Like I didn't have access to his money. 
never knew how much he had an account or anything like that. But anyways, um, while I was in Mississippi, I made two friends. And I think one of them could catch on to what was going on. And there was a couple times where she was like, you know, if this is happening, like, you need to talk to somebody. Like, you need to get help. That It shouldn't be that way. So, anyways, he gets orders to Illinois. Who was your friend that caught on? Do you still talk to them? No, I have them on. The two friends I made over there, um, I don't talk to either of them anymore. But the one that caught on, she's actually the one who's still married and has kids now and stuff like that. The other one, she also got a divorce. She got a divorce before I did. But um, moved to Illinois, and things actually slowed down with the abuse. Um, it wasn't, but the controlling was still like I couldn't wear leggings. wasn't allowed to wear leggings. If I was going out with him, he wanted my hair down, not up. He's always like, "Why do you have your hair up?" I wasn't allowed, or he didn't want me to cut my hair past like the bra strap, like where it hooks in the back. Yeah. Um, you're like mid back. Yeah, he didn't want it shorter than that. If when I was working, if I would wear makeup to work, he's like, oh, who are you trying to look good for? And it's just like, I just felt like putting on makeup today. Like, it's just something I wanted to do. Well, um, like I said, the abuse stopped. The controlling was still there. I decided that I wanted to get a job to get focused. And not just that, but he controlled everything. The money, like if I needed underwears, I'm like, hey, I need underwears. Can we get some? Like, I would have to ask. No, it really wasn't much of a marriage yeah so um i was like you know what i need my own job you know so i can make my own money and at first i worked for a cleaning company and then i stopped that then i was doing some babysitting and then after babysitting i was like you know i need like a regular income so i applied to a hotel got a job there but that was even hard because he didn't want me driving so it's hard to get out there, you know. So then I applied to the BX or the exchange, which is on base and was right around the corner. The um, BX, the base exchange for our listeners, is like a uh, it's kind of like a Walmart or a Target. but Slash like, Macy's. Slash Macy's. It's a general store that carries general items for. But then um, also carries like name brand like Michael Kors, Nike. No, no, yeah. But when I say like general items, like it'll carry like a t- deodorant. T- TVs, deodorant, um, HBC, you have. You can get a lawnmower there. You can get washer dryer. It's there. It's like a the military store. A so fancy they, Target. Yeah, so they don't have to leave the base. Right. So I start working there, and driving from where I live to where the job was was probably like what, like a three minute drive because the slow. Not even. Because of the slow. Uh, maybe a three to five minute drive. Yeah. Because it's like fifty miles an hour, like where the homes are. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe like a two to three minute drive, but walking took 20 minutes. And how do I know? Because I walked majority of the time to and from work. Um, but I knew I needed to have my own job so that I could, you know, if I wanted something, I could get it. As a matter of fact, I made two really, really close friends living in Illinois. Me? And no, I'm not talking about you. Oh, wow. And um, it was sad because when I would hang out with them, they were like, oh, let's go to Dairy Queen and get the box of chicken strips and this and that. And I'm like, oh, well, let me text uh, husband at the time and see if, I, if I'm allowed to. Because what he did is he gave me a credit card under his line. And I think I only had like a limit of like 
$200 on there or something like that. And I'm like, well, let me call and ask, like, if I can. And, like, it came to a point where even the girls, they were like, really? Like, you're asking for food? Like, you're asking if you're allowed to slide the card for food? You know, and I, there were times where he's like, oh, you went to McDonald's. Why'd you have to eat there? Like, it was, it was, he was very controlling over money. Just everything. He just had to have control over everything. But, um, yeah, so. Who are your two friends? You want to talk about them? Not name names, but you want to talk about them? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I could name their names. They're Kelsey and Sadie. And they were there through it. You know, they, they knew a lot of it that was going on. Because it got, so, the abuse stopped. And then for a while... Whenever we got into arguments, it got bad to a point where I would start swinging hands first, which is wrong. But in in my head, it was like, oh, well, before he hits me, let me start. You know what I mean? And two wrongs don't make a right, you know, and it wasn't right for me, even though he was trying to stop or he did stop. As soon as I felt like he was coming in my face, I was starting to swing first, you know. And then so that happened. Oh, and then he was a DJ also. So almost every weekend he was going to the clubs and he wanted me to go. But I wasn't allowed to dance with anybody if he didn't know the person. So I was just sitting there just to sit while he was DJing. And could only dance with him, you know, whenever he had his breaks and there was another DJ DJing. Like, it was just, it was really silly. And then, like, if I danced with another person, like, he's like, oh, well, you never danced like that with me. Like, just nothing was ever right, you know. But... Something I can say, though, is that I'm happy I went through that relationship, though, because I learned to grow from it. Like, I have more patience because there came a time where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let him fight with himself because if I don't say anything, he's literally fighting with himself. Um, but the abuse did come back from him eventually. And it While wasn't, you were still in Illinois, right? Yeah. And it wasn't as rough as Mississippi. But it was pushing hard enough to where I fell on the floor. My head bounced off the floor. Or um, the choking. Like I wasn't being thrown in, in a closet and or anything like that. Like I think I remember one time like he even like I, th- I think I went to get ready to go in the shower. And he like changed the water on me. And like not like held me in the water. But like like if I'm standing in the shower... Like, he's holding my arm so I'm in the cold water. And, like, I'm fighting, like, to change the water. Like, he was, it was just petty stuff. Like, I don't know. You never told me about that one. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to me now. Uh, you know, try to change this sub, uh, topic. Or not topic, but trying to... I, I wouldn't even say more cheerful because after high school, my life is kind of... It's, uh... Uh, what's a good word? Disapp- not disappointing... Man, I don't know. Well, you so, went to college. I did go to college. I went to a community college nearby for about three years. Um, it was basically like a waste of, you know, schooling for me, a waste of money. I went on the... Uh, it is, but it isn't, though. Because you were actually like... Like, I don't like when people say that. Because you were going. You were... For a while. You were right. going. I was going. And you were trying. You know what I mean? It's not like you went there and you were like, I'm not doing this. No, you're absolutely right. Like, I did... I mean, I'm in class. I'm paying for it. So, I'm attempting it. 
but at the end of the day, it wasn't for me. Maybe I could go back one day, but... And I feel like college isn't for everybody. No, it's not. It wasn't for me. I, uh, you know, I even tried online, like a couple classes online, and that didn't go well either. I ended up dropping those. Excuse me. But I was using my parents' GI Bill because my dad is military, like I mentioned in the last episode. And uh, so I ended up using that. But, you know, going through it, I think I realized more, like, I was there for, so with the GI Bill, for people who don't know what that is, basically, uh, our government pays you to go to college. You get a sum of money based on the amount of credits you're taking that semester, and it's supposed to help you complete your college. And then on top of that, the GI Bill pays for your college. So I was going to college for free with this GI Bill, and I was still making money in my pocket. And I uh, I, I don't want to say I get comfortable with it, but, you know, it's a nice sum of money every month that you you get the first of the month, so you have it all month. It's not like one in the 15th, like the military. Now, paid. I have a question, though. What's up? So you started, when did you start college almost immediately after you graduated high school? Yes, graduated in May, started college in September. Now, what about working? Because I know you you also I, started working young. Yes, I got my first job ever when, uh, I think my first semester. So, when I started in September, I think by like October or November. I So, you started working and going to college. Correct. And I wasn't working full-time. It was a part-time job. I was working 20 hours a week, Monday through Friday. Uh, and then I, um, so... I had that income also. And so I, you're looking like, I was getting paid not from work, but from the GI Bill, probably 1100 a month. And then from work, it's a part-time job. I'm getting eight. I was probably making close to like two grand a month, right? And as a 19-year-old, 18-year-old, like, you're just spending it. Like, you're not mm-hmm. thinking about saving. You're not thinking about any of that. So, I I flew through money. You know, buying video games. Buying, uh, you know, coins on 2K. That I'll never, it's like, you know, it's like it's a waste of money. I wasn't putting it into my car. I wasn't putting it into, like, anything of importance. Um, so, I, I went through that. Realized school wasn't for me. Uh, so... I've always wanted, since fourth grade, I've always wanted to be in the FBI. And uh, so I was going to community college to get my general studies done so that I could transfer to like an actual university because I need, I know to get an FBI, you need a criminal justice degree. Well, throughout, uh, once I realized college wasn't for me, I'll, maybe I'll come back to it. So then I started training, you know, running and getting in shape for, uh, uh, to join the pl- a police department because you have to have, I want to say it's three years of law enforcement or five years. I don't remember anymore. I, I knew it at the time, but it's like three to five years of law enforcement before the uh, FBI even accepts you. Did you know that? Mm-mm. So I did that. I did. Uh, I applied and did, uh, didn't make the police academy here. Then I went all the way to Texas, didn't make the police academy there. I missed it by one point. Um, after I missed it, I, 
uh, my life kind of took a downward spiral, and not because I didn't make it into you know. So why didn't you make it to the one here? Like, was it just the testing, and you just? Um, I wasn't in good enough shape, honestly. The testing. So Illinois has very. Now was this also when you were sick? No, I wasn't sick yet. Okay. Illinois has a very strict uh requirement, I guess. Like they um like out of their class, only like uh 5%, 95% of the class they fail. Only 5% or something makes it into the police department. But Texas is a lot easier. Like Illinois, you have to be able to run like a mile and a half in like like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, something crazy like that. You know, and, te- uh, and then you have to do, you know, 60 push-ups and 30 sit-ups and stupid stuff like that. And then you have to do the physical stuff before you do the mental test. Well, in the state of Texas, you have to be able to run like, it's like, they're very, like, you cut everything in half basically to become a cop in Texas. Well, they did the mental part and I failed the mental test because of my spelling. <laughs> I can't spell. Everybody who knows me knows that. Um... But I, I didn't pass that, and I didn't pass the physical for Illinois just because I wasn't in good enough shape. I thought I was in good enough shape in Texas, but I didn't get to attempt it. Um, but going back, getting back to, like, you know, moving on, I got really sick, and I didn't know why. Um, I'd work out with Jesse, and I would, like, uh, my, my whole body would be burning. Um, you know how you have eczema? Mm-hmm. But now imagine that like all over my all over your body. At night, I ended up scratching myself so much till I bleed. I had gashes on me. I, I was losing hair on the top of my head. I gained weight. I um I got really sick. Um, I went to doctors after doctors, all military doctors. They all said, you know, you have eczema. You know, military doctors suck though. They do suck. I ended up having to go to uh, my third dermatologist. They ran a biopsy where they kind of cut a chunk of your skin off. In two portion in two portions, and um, coming to find out, I had a staph infection. You know, a uh, staph infection is like like a fungus. Um, now, it kills people, and it kills more people a year than HIV. And I had you know fought with this staph infection for a year. So uh, after I got that, you know, six weeks of antibiotics, I was fine with that. So I was like, you know, time to get back into like working on myself so I can get back into like trying to become a cop. Well, then I get hit with another blow and I get diagnosed with keratoconus. So that was after your staff? Yes. So you having that staff probably didn't help with your rubbing and all that when your body was all break- like breaking out. Correct. Yeah. At any time you like imagine sweating and just burning all over. Uh It's funny. I I won't forget the uh I went for a normal eye exam, and the, the the lady was a doctor. The doctor was a lady or whatever. And she said, um, who drove you here? And I said, oh, I drove here. She goes, why are you driving? And I, I was like, because I got to get from place A to B. And she goes, I should call the cops. You're legally blind. Right? And, like, that's what it had done to my eyes. Keratoconus is another disease that I have right now that I struggle with still. And uh, basically, it makes your pupil. Well, you have now in one eye. I have now in one eye, correct. But it makes your pupils cone out so much until it ends up bursting, or you have to get a transplant. Um, you can. There's different things at the time where you could uh, transplants. The last option. 
but uh, you end up having wear a hard contact lens to prevent it. And it's more common about people in their 60s than it is younger. And what he means like by hard contact, because he used to say hard contact. I'm like, oh, okay, it's just a little thicker. Like a regular contact, like, you know, you could bend it, flip, you could accidentally wear it backwards. Um, Can you really? Yeah, I've never regular, had soft a soft contact. Yeah, I think I still have one of my old colored soft contacts. You could feel it, but like you can actually like flip it, like accident. Like it's hard to explain. Like I guess you would have it's to like feel a, it. It's like a piece of plastic. Yeah, no, his is when I say like like hard, or when he says hard, like it's almost like taking a water bottle top and dropping it. It sounds exactly the same. The top of a water bottle. Because I remember when he's like, oh shoot, I dropped my contact. And I heard like a little, like a plastic fall. And I'm like, that was your contact? Like my contact, you drop that and you hear nothing. Like, yeah. you're, you're just looking and hoping you could find it. Your contact, at least you could try to know where the sound went. Because you could, you hear where it hit. You know what I mean? Like that thing's hard. There sometimes is no, that bitch bounces. There's <laughs> no, you know, bending, you know, inside out or wearing well, it the wrong way. The contacts are made to fit on my eye like a glove. They're made, you know, to basically no, but like what I'm saying, like, my eyeball. Th- like what I'm saying is like there's no way you could flip it inside out and accidentally wear it. Oh, no, wear correct. It. Like, You're absolutely right. Let's just put it this way, guys. When uh, his contacts will get blurry just like a regular glasses would. And he has like a eye drop thing Some that solution. you can clean it with. Like you're supposed to like rub it in your hands. I would take a baby toothbrush, you know, because it's really soft. It's not going to scratch it up or anything, and scrub the contact. That thing won't break. And I would get in there. That thing won't break, won't nothing. That thing is, like, super firm. But continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Um, no problem. Uh, where was I? I, uh, I don't even know where I was. Hard contact. You had to wear a hard contact. Oh, yeah. I had to wear a hard contact lens. Um, and it was both eyes. My right one was worse than my left one. So that kind of killed my police dreams simply because I, you know, if something were to happen, you have to be able to pull your gun. And if shit, if I can't see, how am I going to, you know, you know, aim or how am I supposed to, you know what I mean? Like, how am I supposed to do these things? Plus, you know, to use mace, you have to get maced first. That, that terrified me. So now me. here's my it's thing my though. Like, you told them what Karakonis is, but... You should tell them like how you get it, like what, what, like, because they told you how you could get it. Yeah. So I have terrible allergies, and with my terrible allergies, I and like I said, I think with the staff it wouldn't help because it was on your face, also, right? Yeah, but not necessarily like on my eyelids or. It so was, you think it was just strictly allergies? Yeah, it was definitely strictly allergies. I uh, I would rub my eyes and rub and rub and rub. And it kind of def- made my eye, like, deformed my eyeballs, basically. like And scarred, because they said that, it, like, there was, uh, like, scarring. Yeah. I I basically did this to myself. And But uh, good news for me, though, it does slow down or kind of freezes once you hit 30. And I'm 27, turning 28 this year. So, woohoo, positive for me. Um, man, that was, like, a really lackluster, like, woohoo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, so that kind of, you know, led me to keep staying with my job in retail, which I'm currently at now. Uh, man, this is a really depressing podcast. 
No, it is. But this is a part of our life. Like, I feel like everybody thinks, like, everybody else, like, no secrets. Like, this is this is what our life was after high school. Yeah. I mean, it's like struggle after struggle after struggle. Uh, but So, are you pretty much caught up to where you're still at Athey's? Um, no, I mean, we met, I had surgery on my eye, I had... Okay, you, you're way, 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 hold up. Okay. You're fast-forwarding. So, he's working at AFES, I'm working at AFES. You guys already know, I hated him, he hated me, we end up talking, whatnot. Well, um, Tyler knew what I was going through with the, when the abuse started coming back. I knew to an extent. Yes, um... But there were, like, he saw me walking home, and he offered me a ride, and... You'd say no. I hate it. I mean, I think... You said no until one day... I you was, forced him. Yes. But we, we've like, spoke the about car. this. Yes. We've, we've spoke about okay. this. So, Tyler and I, he would try to get me out the house as much as he could. You know, like, hey, you want to go to the mall? And I'm like, well, I don't know if he's going to let me, you know, and stuff like that. So... Um, I, I chose, I had enough. I think my last, actually, I know my last straw was my ex and I, we had a mutual friend who was getting married in Florida. Now, mind you, my ex made a whole lot more money than I did. And he's like, yeah, you're going to go and you're going to pay for this, 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 and this. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And he's like, well, then, you know, you'll pay for half. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not either. Not doing that either. And so, like, that led out to, like, a huge argument. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not happy. You know, and I think that day he also put his hands on me. Actually, yes. I think because I called you that day and you didn't want me to go back to that house. Yeah, I was. Uh, he did put his hands on me. I don't think it was, like, a bad, like, I mean, it's all bad. I don't think it was, like, choking or smacking yeah, across that, the face. Yeah, that day I uh, I was actually bringing my brother to the dorm or something like that. No, no, no. Not that day. No. No, I'm talking about the day, like, I, I told him I'm leaving. I'm not staying here no more. I left his house, or our house, and I walked to Michelle's house, who was a co-worker of mine. And I called you, and I told you about it. And I'm like, yeah, I left. This is what happened. Da-da-da, this and that. And I think he, like, grabbed my arm like, a little too hard and, like, bruised it a little or something. Yeah. Because you didn't want me to go back. And I'm like, no, I'm going back to get my dog. And you're like, please, please don't go back. Like, you shouldn't go back. Or if you go back, don't go alone. And mm-hmm. I think I went back with Michelle. No, I don't even think I went back with Michelle. I think I went by myself. I did go by myself because I remember I grabbed Armani and um, I walked to Michelle's house and he followed me all the way to Michelle's house. And I thought he was going to try to go in Michelle's house. And he didn't. He, I guess, turned around and walked away. Well, that's like one thing like with people who are abusers, they know their limit. Like, you know, he wouldn't. Well, at that time, he wouldn't do it in public. And no, and he's never put his hands on me in public. In public, he treated me, I don't want to say wonderfully, because it wasn't like, you want it, you got it type of thing. No. But, like, um, you know, it was, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't think a lot of people could look at it and guess that that that, that was going on, in my yeah, opinion. Because, because he there was, was, there's even people that you've told or like, no, not him. Him? Right. Really? Like, 7-Eleven? But I think, um, I think some people had the idea, like, they could tell he had, like, 
two faces, I guess. I don't know how else yeah. to call it, you know? A bind on the relationship. But, um, I, like you said, he knew his limits. Like, honestly, what I was more surprised is, I'm not going to say who it was or where it was or anything like that, but after I left, um. How long had you been gone by then? A year? No, no, no. So, okay, so you, so after I, I left that house i actually stood with michelle for like two weeks and a half or so and you drove me back to my mom's house um yeah back in pennsylvania yeah so i i chose to go live with my mom um and while i was with my mom he went to that wedding that he was that i was supposed to go with that he wanted me to pay yeah and like i said i'm not gonna say any names or anything like that but he actually got a little physical with a friend of mine. Let's just call her Sally. He got physical oh, that's with a bad name. Yeah, I know. He got physical with her, and it wasn't. I mean, I wasn't there, but it wasn't like choking or anything like that. Oh he, shit! You know what? I forgot a big part of my life. Go ahead, though. I'll hit you after this. He um he was under the influence, and that was the one thing too, like alcohol under the influence. Yeah, because so, he's still in the military. He doesn't. He never. I don't think he no. ever did drugs. Not that I'm aware of, but he um. When he put his hands on me, he was never drinking. He was always... Because when he was drinking, he was one of those, like, all over me. And I'm just like, get off of me. Like... He wanted sex. Yes. And it's just like, just get off of me. I don't... don't, No, I don't want that. You know? Or, like, just... Even, like, when we were around friends, like, just trying to, like, hug me and try to be all sweet. And it's like, this is not... And that was another thing he didn't like. Like, you know, most relationships, like, they hold hands and they're all snuggly next to their pair. And, like, all our friends would be like that. And I wasn't. And he's like, why don't you act like, you, like you're like you my wife? Why don't you act? And he's like, well, we're not like this in real life. Like, I'm not going to put on a play for everybody else. Like, that's not, that's not what I'm doing. This is how we are in real life. This is how we are. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. But um, after I moved back to Pennsylvania, he asked me to come back multiple times. Um, and he tried, he tried to fix it. And... One day he tried to fix it. The next day he's cursing me out. And it was just, it was a mess. It was very emotional. It was, it was a Toxic. mess. But, um, you know, my life sucks. And two weeks after living in Maryland, uh, not Maryland, I'm sorry, Pennsylvania with my mom, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. So it's just like, God, like, do I have a break? Like I move trying to get a divorce you know, and I'm I'm trying to get my life back on the right path. And it's just like, you know, I can't have that like little bit of let me build myself back up. Um so that was that was a pretty hard mission for me because I had to go with her to her appointments and then them telling me like, Well now you may, you know, get it eventually. You're, you're more likely to get it because she Because has she it. has it and she had to do a test to see if it's something, you know, through the genetics or if it was you know, her environment, and I don't even, I think it was more than, like, I'm pretty sure it was her environment, one that they said it was, um, and then living with my mom this time was really hard. The first time I lived with my mom was wonderful, but this time living with my mom was really hard because her ex-boyfriend, the one who used to treat me and my younger brother, like, horribly, was very involved in the picture, and, he, I tried to be, 
The bigger person. The bigger person. And that ended up biting me in the ass anyways. Because he just started getting really nasty and writing me nasty messages saying that my mom's planning to throw me out. So, of course, me hearing that, I'm like, okay, I need a peace out. Like, this is not going to work. Um, So, you know, you and I, we start talking. Yeah, one thing led to another. Pretty much. Laid my Mac down. You're lean. But, um, you know, he was like, well, why don't you come out here, you know, and that happened came out here we lived together and we actually got along pretty well even living with each other like we didn't like again it's living with somebody it's a whole challenge in itself because you have your ways i have my ways but i feel like we were pretty similar that it's not it's not that bad of it no it wasn't that bad but go ahead um so i forgot straight out of high school i got into my relationship i completely forgot about her oh it was right after yeah, it was right after high school. It started in August. Okay, what are we going to call her? We're going to call her Sideburns. And, <laughs> and, and Okay, hold on. The reason why he... Ca- I'm so bad. Like I shouldn't be laughing at this. The reason why he calls her Sideburns... Our foot. I don't know what's worse. The reason why he calls her Sideburns is because her Sideburns literally like go she all the like way she has down. She Wolverine Sideburns. Like, it goes all the way down to, like, her jawline. Yeah, like, fat Elvis sideburns. But it's not like, you know, girl sideburns, like, my sideburns are long, but, like, they go up into a ponytail. Like, they stop at, like, where my ear is, you know? Like, hers, like, she has, like, I guess, like, really dark peach fuzz that go all the way down to, like, That shit her- peach fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the Grinch. Oh, my God. Okay, Jim just- Carrey style. I'm done trying to make this nice. It's there's no way. Just continue no. your story. So, yeah, I forgot. We we um It's horrible. We I got into a relationship with her. Uh it lasted five years. That's how long mine was. It was five years. And uh you know, at the time it was happiness, I guess, but it was more happiness just because it was convenient. And so you know, with and company, like obviously in the beginning, like you have that company, yeah. you know, like it's and like you can't knock it, you know, like you you were once upon a time in love, you know, Very or what you thought love. you was in love, yes, because like I said, like I would consider that like puppy love, yeah, yeah, and so uh, I forgot, I completely, you know, it's funny because I forgot all about her, it's horrible, but no, we I, we dated and. You know, you had your issues with Seven Eleven, and things that I never like noticed. Like she didn't drive, right? So like later, I did. Did notice. she have a disability? No, she just didn't. She just she was a, her reasoning was if she ever got in a car accident, like how much insurance would go up. That was what her fear was of driving. What? Which isn't stupid fear, but uh, things like that, you know. She knew I had uh, uh, some kind of eczema problem or rash problem at the time. And she didn't like in one ear and out the other, you know. Oh, wow. She wouldn't try to help? She would, you know, do these home remedies like buy me boxes of like oatmeal to take baths in oatmeal. Like it's going to relax your skin. But the shit never helped. Right. And after telling her like the third time, like shit, it's not helping. Like she would just continue buying it for me. And so, you know, it's stupid. Things like that. And. You know, I have keratoconus, and I uh, originally I had come to the fact, you know, one day I'm going to be blind. And I'm like, you know, if you and I are going to have a future together, 
you're going to have to learn how to drive. And and what was her response to that? She's like, yeah, I will. And you know but what? But never took the effort. She still doesn't drive. Now, and did so, you ever, like, try, like, hey, get in the oh, driver's absolutely. seat? Like, I'll absolutely. teach you. I, I tried teaching her, like, three and or four times. And how did that times. happen? Like, how did that go not happen? But how did that go? It didn't go at all. Like, she would drive in a circle in a parking lot and call it a day. Like, she didn't want to get out That's on the road. That's all it was? Yes. She didn't want to get out on the road and, like, try and drive with real cars or anything like that. What about, that. like, like that was in a parking lot, but, like, what about a home, like... In a complex? Like, yeah, like, this complex nope. right here. Wouldn't try that. And so, uh, wow. so... You know, looking at things like that, you have to realize, like, you know, I'm going to need, I don't want to say, I don't want to put it like this, but I'm going to need somebody who's going to help me when I get blind. What I was going to say, I remember me and you discussed it because, you know, you and I, we became really close before we both got out of our relationships. But I would never forget this day. He was like, what is she going to do? Pull me in a, in a wagon? <laughs> yeah. And like, is she going to fucking like, you know, like Napoleon Diamond when like, Pedro's riding the bike and he's pulling a pulling on the skate. Yeah, that would that would have been us. Can she even ride a bike? No, she probably would have been fucking on a scooter. Oh my god! But like that's just the point. Like I need it I, at that time. I now, like was partner. okay. So all aside of that, like, did she at least like know how to cook or? No. What else? Clean. No. What else? How you know she couldn't clean, or that she was clean? I mean, I don't know. I like. I don't know. Like. She, when I'd go to her house, you know, her room was clean, but she'd spend the first, like, four hours cleaning her room, so when I got there, it was clean. Like, she, you know what I mean? Like, she, did, I couldn't just pop up and be like, hey, you know. I'm and, here. Yeah. Like, it was, like, all pre-rearranged. So, like, oh, you're going to come at four? Well, shit, I'll start cleaning around one, and so that my room's clean when you get here. And now, how you know she can't cook? Like, did she just straight up tell you she can't cook? Yeah, she, she straight up told me she can't cook. Wow. Oh. So, it, you know, that wasn't a healthy relationship either. It was, uh, it's nowhere near as bad as yours, but it wasn't healthy as well. Now, why would you say it wasn't healthy, though? Like, if she, like, she had her, like, you knew you couldn't grow with her, but why wasn't it a healthy relationship? Maybe healthy was the wrong word. I knew, maybe it's just. Well, I know you said after a while, like, it became unhealthy because you would pick up fights just to hang up. Yeah. Which well, we discussed in a we, previous We did discuss. Podcast. And people who didn't listen to that or haven't listened to that one. Go um, listen. Go listen for sure. <laughs> but uh, she would just call me and be like, hey. And I'd be like, what's up? And then that's how the conversation would go. She wouldn't say a word. And like that would just tick me off. I'd be like, hey, you know, you're going to call me. Like, like make it about something. You know, call, start conversation. Like, like, I'm not the one who needs to start a conversation. You call me. Right. But so I would purposely start a fight with her. To, like, get off the phone. And, and that's horrible of me. But, you know, like, that's like, fuck. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, hey, I'm Xboxing right now. Like, I don't have time to hear you breathe. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm so sorry I laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. And, you know, we all have our faults. She had her faults as well. I'm not going to put any of them on blast. But, you know. Oh, like, well, I put all mine on blast. Oh, okay. Well, she's so I'm much. just saying, like, I just... <laughs> put mine all on blast well she's like like her maturity level she suffered from depression a lot of people suffer from depression i'm not saying that's wrong but she's somebody that i couldn't see myself having a child with and if i had like an uh-oh accident child right like the entire time i'd be like fuck like i have to leave this child home with her and like that's a scary thought in itself and so i you know things like that 
I couldn't see my future with her. And so when I ended it, I thought, you know, I had to end it before it got too much worse. Now, have you... So, like, with me and my ex, like, I've actually tried leaving one time before that. Like, legit leaving. I mean, I spoke about leaving a whole lot more. But I actually tried leaving one time before I did. So, did you ever try cutting it off? I remember telling her that, like, things have to change. Like, she has to grow up. She has to know how to drive. She has to get a job or, like, you know, do something. And, you know, she ended up getting a job. But, she, she you know, she has to get somebody to drive her there every day. And pick her up every day. And I, uh, I, I think I, I think like twice I tried breaking up. And she like hit me with a, you know, I'll change. I'll do better. I'll become a better person. And, you know, month now, you know, a month is, you know, she's working on it. You know, she's making herself better. But then it slowly falls back into, you know. What it was. Exactly. And naive me, you know, I'm just allowing it to happen. Right. So before we end this. Where do we see our future? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, well, with that being said, I want everybody to tune in for the next episode. What the heck? No, you I'm can't joking. Be doing that. I just asked you a question. <laughs> um, no, I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, I, I'm, we're gonna grow old together. Like, you know, uh, we're gonna have two kids. I want us to both have good jobs. We'll have a house, a little dog named Nike. Along uh, with Monty. Along with Monty. Um, we have our children's names picked out. I, I don't know what you want me to say with that. Like, I see a long future with you. Um, you were really brief about it. So, like, with me, where I see my uh, self going is, you know, um, hopefully within maybe like a year or two, engagement, marriage, you know, starting to grow a family um oh you wanted details yeah like not not i mean you said everything like you not, said everything i i just said all that no okay so i just didn't give a year or two description so the first step i would want is for us to move out um i'm done with the midwest i don't want to be in the midwest um south side out. no okay no side <laughs> no side um, edgewood oh god um, I want to move out, have, you know, our own little place and decorate it the way I want it to be. Cause you know, more than likely it's going to be the way I want it to be. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a joke. Go ahead. Wow. That was horrible. Yeah, I know. I um, like, I, I yes. Like I said, you know, engagement, marriage, kids. I definitely, I want to be a mommy. Um, and like you said, having a good job and I don't know, I just I'm just ready to be a family. Yeah. Be a little family. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, it is about time. My uh, sperm isn't getting any younger. I do want to get into... Um, <laughs> so, something else that Tyler's very into is videography. He likes doing videos. Um, I think he likes editing it more than anything. Yes, the editing and process. So I used to model. And for some reason, like... I've been really wanting to get into photography and Tyler and I, we've spoke about maybe if I get into photography, we can do some type of like little duo thing and have our own little, I don't know if you want to call it a company or something. It's not really a, a little company. Small business. Like, like a little family like, business, just he and I, yeah, and like where like, he's doing the videography and I'm and doing the photography. For and, like weddings and events so and that's, things like that's that. That's something I can see us getting into 
in the near future with uh with us absolutely but i think that's i think we pretty much i think they're pretty much caught up they've they've heard our sob story s- scars and bruises and okay so what's so i said before i end this so this this one was very depressing very depressing what's a positivity that you would say out of all this because i said like with me and with my my whole you ex, learned patience like, i I learned patience. I grew from it. And I feel like I became a better person. Like, what about you? Did you learn any? Like, give us a positive. This is too much negativity. Yeah. Um. So, positive that I got out of... Uh, I swear if you say a joke, I'm throwing at you. You're going to throw what at me? I'm throwing something at you. A positive that I got out of my relationship is... Are you looking for something to throw at me right now? No. Oh. <laughs> a positive that I got out of my last relationship is... No one, it doesn't necessarily have to be your relationship. It could so, be like your your sickness or anything, like any positivity that you came out of it. I so I don't have a positivity like getting out of like my sickness or you know like I couldn't help get staff. So like you know what am I gonna say? Like better take care of myself. I can't like. Well, you did get eye surgery for the, the one eye, eye. Correct. You're right. Um, but the only the only positive out of that is, uh, I guess I know my limit of what I can take before, uh. I have to like throw in the towel. I guess I can, you know, if I if I know I'm not going to see a future or the end is near. No, I don't want to say that. If I, if I can't see a future. If you don't see growth. Yes, if I don't see growth, then I know I can cut tights early instead of. And rebuild. Yeah, instead of kind of letting it go and continue to destroy the ship. Instead of I can just jump ship and move on. Right. Well, I think that's a good way to end it. Absolutely. With some positivity. So tune in next episode for a very positive podcast. Yes. It needs to be positive. It happiness. needs to be super positive. Positive Polly. We We're going to have him as a special guest. Guys, tune in because we may have a visitor oh, next a podcast. Yes. A special guest next podcast. I'm excited. We're working on it. It's in the works. We're drawing up the contracts right now. So if you want to know who it is, you better listen in. Is that it? That's it. Bye, guys. No secrets.